0: Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now you can save $50 on Select Battery Tool Sets. Real steel. Offer valid on Select AK System sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
2: Good morning football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
3: Uh huh. That's the home of Super Bowl 57. It's the Chiefs and the Eagles along with their fans. They are descending upon State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. It all kicks off on Sunday, February 12th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. A ton of coverage. The toaster. uh, Walking up to kickoff. Uh, We'll keep it right here on NFL Network to get you ready for the game. Welcome inside. Good morning football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live in New York City. It's Thursday, February 2nd. I'm Jamie Erdahl. Across from me, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty, the regular, Sean O'Hara filling in on Kyle Brandt's chair. But Kyle Brandt, not far emotionally. He is in Las Vegas um, surviving, battling everything you must do when you are in Vegas. What's up?
2: survive battle and observe guys very cool little thing i saw yesterday i'm at the raiders facility and the quarterbacks the pro bowl quarterbacks are there doing the precision passing thing it's kind of to get them acclimated with how it's going to work get a little practice round in and it's all those targets moving targets the deep ones the short ones i watch cousins i watch gino i watch Goff. they all do great the guy who stepped up and just mowed down the entire field like it was nothing was Derek carr he is there in the raiders facility He's not wearing any Raiders gear, nothing like that. He's just got his Pro Bowl jacket on. He takes off his jacket to throw. Guy looks like he's been doing nothing but working out sit up since they stopped playing. him. Mean, he looks incredible. Hit every single target like he was snapping his fingers and then tossed the ball and walked off. It was amazing. <laughs> it was the coolest thing Derek Carr I have seen these guys do. It was incredible. Watch out for Derek Carr. He looked pissed. He looked determined. And he nailed every target like he was in a sleep.
3: I mean, he gets to go go on a vengeance tour right in his home court. I mean, that's
4: I love it because you know what? That little nugget, Kyle, as much as we joke and laugh, that little nugget, like that's news to me that Derek Carr looks good and is precise and is like not smiling and is here on a vengeance tour.
5: I love it, Kyle. It's good. And the precision passing. Yeah. Yeah. Tune
3: in. Well done.
5: Well done.
6: Mordekai. I don't know if
3: Kyle was going to give us more there. Mordekai. Okay, great. Uh, guys, guys, it's um, 9 a.m. Eastern on a Thursday, which means it's time it throwdown Thursday. Uh, let's jump right into Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones and Eagles linebacker Hassan Reddick had themselves a hell of a championship mm. Sunday. Jones tallied two sacks and five quarterback hits. Meanwhile, Reddick had two sacks of his own along with a forced fumble recovery. Which defender do you think will have the bigger impact in Super Bowl 57? Is it one, Chris Jones, or is it Hassan Reddick? Jason, you have to answer. This I ha- question so I, I have Are to you choose. Have one? to answer. I know. Don't pull a Peter Schrager. Um, I think it's one and the other. <laughs> We're no, this pick. question. They're
4: both so good. Why would we <laughs> like the Schrager voice? <laughs> They're not against each other. I
3: have to pick. I want to do Burrow and Mahomes. You wanted to say Chris
4: Jones versus Kelsey? Okay, fine. Chris Jones or Hassan Reddick? Go, Jason. What do we got? You could pick
5: both. <laughs> I, I love both of these guys. I think the reason I love. Of both of them is because they have a great supporting cast. Sometimes when there's one defensive guy, you can key on, double team them, but both of these teams have multiple guys up front that can get after them. I'm going to choose one. I'm going to go Hassan Reddick. And the reason I'm going to go Hassan Reddick is because this Eagles' offensive line is so good. Kelsey and Mailada and Lane Johnson and Dickerson and all of those guys, they're going to be able to get after Chris Jones, I feel like, a little bit more, which gives the Edge to Hassan Reddick on the other side coming around the corner. We saw both of these guys impact in the conference championship games. They're both going to have huge impacts on this game. Obviously, Reddick trying to get after Mahomes, but then for Chris Jones, he has to be the anchor to stopping this. Philadelphia Eagles' run game. So a lot of this, it may depend on both of these guys defensively of how their teams do. Chris Jones was so good in that AFC AFC championship game. They lined him up inside.
4: They lined him up outside. He got the sacks, but he also had the pressures. He made the biggest play of the game on the third and eight at the end. And yet I'm with you. I I think Chris Jones has to be used as a run stopper primarily in this game. So who's going to have the bigger impact Gosh, Hassan Reddick is coming, and he's coming like a heat seeking missile, and you better be ready for it. I gotta go with Reddick again on this thing. I just think that he's having the ultimate season. 18 and a half sacks with regular season and postseason uh, pressures combined. Uh, th- this team is the third most sacks in the history of the sport for a team, and they are five sacks away from having the most sacks ever by a team in a combined regular season and postseason, and Reddick is their lead dog. We know the story. First round pick out of the Cardinals. A disappointment there. They moved on from him despite having a great final year with them. The Panthers sign him. Matt Ruhl signs his old college player. They don't re-sign him comes to the Eagles, his hometown team. He grew up in Camden, New Jersey, and has absolutely been electric. A sack master. I think Hassan Reddick puts on a show in a place where he used to play, and they opted not to pick up his rookie contract. Yeah, mm. great point.
6: Going back to where it all started for mm. him with the Arizona Cardinals, I, this is a slam dunk right here. I mean, the Eagles fans are already calling it the best free agent signing in the history of the franchise. Not so much they think of Hassan Reddick. With all due respect to Chris Jones, look, he's going to have an impact. I, I can't believe that that AFC championship game was his first postseason sack. I mean, think about how many. Games he's been in and to finally get to the quarterback it took him that long but Hassan Reddick his first step it's unbelievable And, and that's why I think he's had such an impact he is so quick off the ball off the edge, and I think it's going to be crucial because Mahomes loves to run around. We were talking about it earlier on the show about getting out of the pocket, so that athleticism is going to be big. Uh, A Former safety, former linebacker, that speed I think is what's going to be the biggest factor.
3: If you're telling me that Chris Jones is a guy that he's going to have to be used as a run stopper, it means you want to have like a multiple of Chris Jones. like That to me implies that he's going to need to have I'm going to throw an extra word in there. He's going to need to have a bigger impact than Hassan Reddick. Chris Jones is going to be the one that has to step up for the Chiefs because if only you could lock arms, another one of those guys to slow down the Eagles run game, but I think Chris Jones can sneaky do what we're all praising Hassan for. to Peter's point, puts him all over the field, but man, when this guy gets going on a downhill slope, look out. He is the kind of guy that gets after a quarterback, stops a run, all of a sudden it's second and 11, and then on that third down, takes a quarterback down. Third and 16 is not where you want to be cooking against the Chiefs defense. I think Chris Jones is playing on a mission. You know, he one could argue, uh, has gone underappreciated on the back mm-hmm. half of the season. He was playing unbelievably. Um, I think it's Chris Jones for me. Kyle, what do you think?
2: I'm with you. I think it's Reddick. I think Mahomes is going to be running for his life. I think the Eagles <laughs> are going to win 31-20. But let me tell you more about Derek Carr. So he hasn't been with the team, you know, since they shut him down. He's not around. He's not with the... Joe Burrow drops out as pro bowler. Derek Carr's like... Sure, I'll do it. It's in my town. He shows up, and guys, i got to tell you, this was like the greatest athletic performance I've ever seen. He hits the deep ones like it's nothing, the four-pointers. He hits the little short one-pointers, and then at the end, there's this ten-pointer that everybody can throw to from midfield, and all the other guys had missed it completely. Carr chucks this thing. Everybody starts screaming. He throws it and goes, Money! And it went in and it bounced off the rim. But it was close. I'm telling you, Derek Carr is in shape. He looks great. I didn't talk to him. He didn't talk to me. I don't know if he likes me. I don't care. I liked what I saw from him. He's going to be a starting quarterback somewhere next year, and it's not going to be Las Vegas.
3: Obviously. Um,
6: I love it. Did he tell you the whole truth?
3: All right. uh, Let's move on to our next Super Bowl query. Uh, Step aside, Lakers and Knicks, it's Chiefs and Eagles, and they're packing an all-star punch when it comes to their fans. This is great. Which team... Has the celebrity entourage that you find has um, more popularity, if you will, that you like better? Chiefs or Eagles? There are the faces, the names that uh, you often see at the games. They're dressed in head-to-toe and they're fan gear. So who do you like better here, Eagles or Chiefs group, Jason? you like better? Go. I, I know, right? Who do I like better? <laughs> I'm really trying I, to I avoid mean, the word. I got a chance end. to meet Stone Street on the show. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Comes
5: in. Melissa Edwards comes on the show. Uh... Philadelphia, uh, Kevin Hart, one of my favorite comedians, Eagles fan. You can also talk about Will Smith. Grew up watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And then you can go everything in between for him. Bradley Cooper, whether it's A Star Is Born, whether it's Hangover, all the stuff that he has done has been incredible. And then, of course, you have Meek Mill. Whenever he drops an album, I will say Meek Mill was in our locker room when I was in New England, too. So, I mean, I guess he's an Eagles fan, though. He, he's AFC, Bryce, the NRC. anthem. Yeah, yeah, it's different. You can it's a Michael Rubin thing. He yeah, just, Michael Rubin, crafts. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm not at that level yet, but I get to watch from the outside looking at But I'm going with the Eagles and their celebrity fans, but you can't go wrong either way. All right, so every summer,
4: uh, the Kansas City celebrities do a thing called mm. the Big Slick, and they invite people from all over, and it's a big softball and also event, and they raise money for the Children's Mercy Hospital. I was so honored to be asked to come play in the celebrity softball game. Celebrity, in quotes. My butt, celebrity. I said yes. I fly to Kansas City, and of course, there's Paul Rudd and Eric Stone Street and Rob Riggle, and you've got all these different people from the Kansas. And then a woman put her arm around me <gasps> and I talk about it. The first cut was the deepest. Can I see the phone? Fo- Cheryl Crow is a oh Kansas City Chiefs gosh. fan. Cheryl Crow was incredible. Cheryl Crow played a concert that night. So tan. Cheryl Crow is wonderful she is the perfect cherry on the on the icing or whatever you want to call it the cherry on the sunday Kansas City wins for me, and you can have your Kevin Hart's and Will Smith's and all that stuff. Just give me Cheryl Crow and a six-string, and the two of us look in each other's eyes, and her telling me that the first cut was the deepest, and I'm like, I'm yours. Kansas City forever. Let's go. I'm not Santa playing Monica the footage. Boulevard. Right on the Santa Monica Boulevard. I'm not going to play
5: the footage of yeah, you hitting the home yeah, I'm, I'm curious. How'd it? you go? Three for four? No, I did, did good. the cycle? I did. Pretty good. Yeah, they made contact. Kaufman
4: Stadium fountains. Watch out. Yeah, I was <laughs> there. Softball. The
5: ultimate
6: dad sport, right? Good, There you go. Just don't get hurt. Wearing my joggers. As you should. Oh, pants. All right, listen, I love the Chiefs uh, fans. I, I got a chance to talk to Rob Riggle. He's a dire fan. He threw a little shade at, at Stone Street because he's like, I have tickets. Stone Street has a suite. He's still waiting for the invitation. So oh, in 10 funny. Stone Street, you owe Riggle a seat in your suite. Okay. But listen, uh, the Birds, Eagles fans, they, they, they always take heat, right? They always take heat for everything that's happened in the past. I've had a chance to meet a couple of celebrity Eagles fans. You mentioned Kevin Hart. Love Kevin Hart. So funny. So passionate. But Bradley Cooper, all right? Bradley Cooper, it was the Super Bowl in Minnesota, Mm. Super Bowl 52. Eagles are there. You can see the hat he's wearing. It says NFC Championships. That was the NFC Champions hat that they got from the week before, two weeks before. I'm talking to Bradley Cooper. He says, let me see that Super Bowl ring. And I said, yeah, Eagles fans don't have one yet. I said, but you might get one tonight. So that was before the game. And then, sure enough, after the game, Bradley Cooper's celebrating as they beat uh, Nick Foles with Philly Special, of course, so a special night. So uh, I'm a huge Bradley Cooper fan. Um, If you haven't seen Star is Born, what what he did in that movie was phenomenal.
4: Um, What uh, was it like for Bradley Cooper to be in a photo with a man with such beautiful blue eyes?
5: Mm. Um,
6: I don't think he had any idea who I was. <laughs> Beautiful blue vest, it too. Like
5: you I a hold on yeah, right. you
4: Let were me
6: really see trying to ring. pull it all
3: together there. I, thought, I, no, thought I,
6: you I had a credential. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're like a
4: media guy.
3: Yeah. That's yeah, fantastic. No,
6: they were a little bloodshot. It was a long week.
3: <laughs> yeah, amen. Um, Super Bowl, do that to you. I really, really love the names on both the lists, and that's the beauty of Super Bowl week is that Radio Row, everything, like it, it, it emerges. People just come out of the woodwork, and you're like, that, that person, great. Chiefs fans, get them on the show. Let's go. So uh, official statement from GMFB. Anybody we just listed in the throat on Thursday, get on up here. We'll talk to you on Good Morning Football. But I'd have to lean more towards the Eagles fans, specifically because I love Pink. I love her as a singer. Pink. I love her as a performer. She is a true Philly girl. <laughs> that's Bradley Cooper. That's Bradley Cooper. Who all I'm right. sure, maybe they're friends. I, the I don't know. Day. And that's Faye. She's also a Philly girl. I like it. But Pink Tita is Pink. unbelievable. Pink's coming up. Yeah! Yeah. It's um, just
6: like a pill. Yep. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> J- Doylestown, Pennsylvania product. And... Um, She's great. I love her. I think her um, performances when she's like up in the trapeze and the ropes and everything, okay. it's amazing. She's incredibly athletic. Vert. I, I just love her so much.
4: Vert, an Eagles fan? Yeah. Is that apparently the case? Well,
3: let's go with it. So. Uh, Kyle, King. Kyle, who you got? I mean, we're showing this Kyle, this you got Losey Vert? Who do you got? <laughs> Kyle's perplexed.
2: Let let me just say uh, Taylor Swift so we can run a Will Smith picture. Uh, Nobody loves stock AP photo coverage more than Good Morning Football. Uh, Let me be the cherry on the icing here uh, at the end of this segment. Uh, I'm going to go Philly as well. um, But listen, we don't have a picture. I don't care. You know a little movie called Cruel Intentions? There's a gentleman in that movie named Ryan Philippi who is an Eagles fan, and that's my guy. We don't, we don't need a picture. Just picture male perfection, and there it is right there. Cruel Intentions. I saw that film. I'm like, that's what I want to be when I grow up. And you think, oh, an actor? No, I want to be his Character in that movie, uh, and in this city, sometimes you can do that. Ryan Philippi Eagles fan, proudly representing Delaware—a little subsection of the Eagles fan base. I love that. I'm into that, and I think uh, Hassan
0: Reddick is going to have cruel intentions for Patrick Mahomes this weekend. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses.
7: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your
4: podcasts. Guys, there's football this weekend. I don't know what that said. There's football this weekend. It's just, it's the Pro Bowl games. Can't wait for this. Uh, I've got a lo- I've got a lot of love for the Pro Bowl. It used to happen after the Super Bowl, and it would be like, give me one more football game! The Pro Bowl! And guys wouldn't tackle, and yet you'd watch every second. And then it would outrate like the Stanley Cup playoffs because people are hey. so hungry for football. Now they put it before... The Super Bowl, and it's going to be this weekend, and there's a bunch of different games involved and skills competitions, and Kyle Brett is on the ground in Vegas, who is our correspondent, who's doing such a noble job, covering it all from Sin City. Um, but I've got some love for the Pro Bowl, and I thought we'd do some trivia around Pro Bowls of Pro Bowl yesteryear. All right. Mm. Are we good? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's a do it. Trivia game we call Mixed Bag Trivia. You're going to Hawaii? Jason. In the 2007 Pro Bowl, the Mm -hmm. AFC actually won the game 31 to 28. But it is most remembered for Sean Taylor's punishing hit on which NFL player? A, Carson Palmer. B, punter Brian Mormon. C, return man Darren Sproles. Or D, kicker Martin... B,
5: Brian Mormon, the oh, punter. Oh, you're yes. certain. Came oh, yeah. around the corner on that right sideline, and Sean Taylor comes out of nowhere. And he should have been fine. You're not allowed to hit people in a Pro Bowl like that, but my goodness, Sean Taylor. Oh, I want you to watch Mormon in the clip. You're right. The sa- First of all, listen to the
4: sound. <laughs> yes. Here oh, right. he You're right. Oh. And then watch Mormon, like... Just watch. oh Brian
7: Mormon is going to fake it. On the run, and he's going to
9: come up short. Oh!
4: Oh, Sean Taylor! Mormon gets up. Takes it, gets up, and then runs out in the field to Taylor. And in the moment, you're like, is he going to hit? And he, like, shakes his hand. <laughs> almost like, I'm so sorry, I tried that. <laughs> I don't think that was the design <laughs> fake punt. I think that was Mormon getting cute and Sean Taylor wasn't here have fun. Fun. He was in
6: oh, the no. field position was on the not ground. not here for it. Usually you don't hit in the Pro Bowl, too. So, like, Taylor yeah. just lit him up. It's one of the greatest hits yes. So yes.
4: in game history for yes. game the Pro Bowl
6: history. Uh,
4: Jamie, are you ready?
3: Sure. All right. I hope it's as good as that one. Yeah, that was
4: good. <laughs> Which Eagles Super Bowl 52 hero... Was also the Pro Bowl offensive MVP four years earlier in 2014. Oh. So Super Bowl hero with the Eagles. Yep. Pro Bowl MVP four years earlier.
3: Oh man, I Nick know Foles,
4: you're. Alshon Jeffrey, Malcolm Jenkins, or Garrett Blunt.
3: I'm just gonna lean in with the obvious one because that feels safe and go with A, Nick Foles. Is it Nick Foles?
4: <laughs> Let's go to Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. By the way, this was the sweetest gig in broadcasting. You'd finish a season, then you get sent to Hawaii for a week. <laughs> I just missed Why that window. Why would
3: Nick Foles be in a Pro Bowl, though? Just, well, just go seasons. with it, Jamie. Okay. Let's go to
4: Al and Chris, Kay.
3: 2014.
7: And Foles oh, going deep downfield, and it is pulled in antonio brown making the catch good coverage joe hayden
5: right with him but the Steeler wide up wide has set them up inside the 15. one of the things you see a lot of hand signals he saw the man coverage tugged the face mask that means we're going to do the uh, little hesitate and go route on the
0: outside and it worked
4: nick Foles was the quarterback of the Eagles that year, he wins offensive MVP while Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson was the defensive MVP. AFC won the Pro Bowl by one point. Dion and I believe Michael Irvin were the coaches. Um, Nick Foles was the quarterback of the MVP mm-hmm. of the Pro Bowl. Was eventually shipped out. Rams... Then of course to the Chiefs, and then comes back to the Eagles and wins a Super Bowl MVP. Four years later, Nick Foles has the craziest career in yeah. Yeah. NFL history. Yeah, that
3: was really throwing me off seeing the Eagles helmet because yes. I was like, "Wait, there's there, the second. Yeah. It was yes. the second uh, coming of Nick Foles."
6: Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I, yeah, that's back. a big, big shoes to fill here. Right? Two for two. Two. For two. We'll
5: it going
4: back in time. All right. You know, you played in a Pro Bowl. Was it 2004
6: Pro Bowl? No. No? What year was yours? Uh, uh, 2008, 2009. Oh, multiple. Oh, Let them know.
4: Flex on them. (laughs) Which three players combined for a 90-yard touchdown to start the 2004 Pro Bowl? Steve McNair, Jamal Lewis, and Chad Johnson, Matt Hasselbeck, Joe Horn, and Jeremy Shockey, Peyton Manning, Edron James, Marvin Harrison, or Brett Favre, Tiki Barber, and
6: Warren Sapp? Oh. 90-yard touchdown. This was interesting. Yeah. All right. I don't think it was far, Tiki. You're saying on one play or one play? It's one play. play. These play. three Nine players years. are involved. Okay. Man, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a. here okay. I think Chad Johnson had something to do with this. I think okay. he probably created this. He concocted something like this. Mm. All right. The game used to be on ESPN, and Mike
4: Patrick and Joe Theismann would be on the call. Let's take a listen to the 2004 Pro Bowl opening drive. Take it away, Air McNair.
0: Steve McNair back to throw first down. Steve McNair and throws the bomb to a wide open Chad Johnson. Touchdown. 90
8: yards. What a way to start. Yeah, you know what else? Did you see what Chad Johnson did? He just dropped the football in the hands, and what a classy act for a terrific young receiver.
4: All right, I don't know if you listened to what Mike Patrick or Joe Joe Thysman says, look what Chad Johnson does, puts the ball down and doesn't celebrate. What a classy act by the young receiver. (laughs) Did he have any idea what was about to come in the next few years? That's incredible irony, but uh, fake handoff to Jamal Lewis. Um, You knew. I, did, I didn't know it was a good guess <laughs> it was a good yeah, guess go. yeah. Guys, Either it's way. a
3: winning table
4: we're three for three three for
3: three let's go to yeah. Vegas
4: Kyle don't let's mess do it. this don't up don't mess
5: it up Yo, let's right.
4: go to Vegas America's uh, sweetheart Kyle Brand out there in <laughs> Vegas early mornings yeah. I know you like yeah. the mixed bag trivia Kyle are you ready for your question
2: yes I do yeah, I like it. Two weeks after that touchdown, uh, I think Chad Johnson was mailing Pepto Bismol to Fred Smoot, telling him he's going to wear him out. But let's go. What do you got?
4: <laughs> <laughs> what a class act. I loved it. Kyle, in 1996, yeah. Hawaii, Sure. Jeff Blake of the Bengals yeah. hits which division rival sure. for a one-handed 93-yard touchdown grab in the Pro Bowl? Is it Browns legend Webster Slaughter? Is it Steelers, Yancey Thigpen? Is it Slash, Cordell Stewart? Or is it the Florida Gator, Ike Hilliard? Kyle, Vegas, Pro Bowl. Peter, I, I thought
2: I was going to get 96. a question about six-pen, none, none the richer. Where, where, what is all these football stuff? <laughs> all right, um, Peter's <laughs> not going to grab a clip of Ike Hilliard. It's Webster slaughter, he just put in there for fun. It's either Yancey Thigpen and Cordell Stewart, and I'll just go for broke here, guys. The, the Pro Bowl's wild. Why not? Let's go Cordell Stewart. Give me slash, Peter, the face of NFL Blitz.
4: The <laughs> face of NFL Blitz slash. Let's go to Al Michaels and Deer, Dan Deerdorf Dan for, for the answer.
3: Deerdorf, all over the Pro Bowl. <laughs>
2: This one is going to come right at you from out of perfect pass protection to begin with by the offensive line.
0: But look at that—a one-handed catch by pen Hanks was actually hung up on his left arm. He gets the right hand out there and not only runs away from everybody, but makes the
2: highlight reel for past Pro Bowls. Mm. Kyle Yancey, mm. not doing that dance. Are now and are you Merton Hanks?
4: <laughs> You're not doing any of this. Yancey burns you deep. Um, Kyle, wrap it up. Give us a quick, quick memory from the Pro Bowl. Having been as much of a fan as I am, going back to those days after the Super Bowl, those dark days of February.
2: Oh man, I remember when they, the coaches would wear lays on the sideline and the Hawaiian shirts. And, and I, I just have to double back. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not being funny. I'm not doing shtick. That Sean Taylor hit on Brian Mormon is my favorite play in football history. It, 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 never mind Pro Bowl. Any game, any level, it has comedy. As we came to find out, it has tragedy involved it. There's highs, there's lows, there's athleticism. This is my favorite play ever. Every time I watch it, I cry laughing, and then I also get a little bit sad, and it's this poetic thing about how that Sean Taylor played, and that's how he lived life, and it's just everything in one package, and it's just also hilarious to see Mormon get thrown back like a cowboy out of a saloon window. It's it's just
0: an amazing play. (laughs) You go into your shower feeling tired.
1: Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
0: What's up? I'm John Wall. And
7: I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter, let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all?
8: I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all.
0: I said I said OG oh, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't meet it.
7: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hey, we're back on Good Morning Football. Last week, the Associated Press announced the finalists for the AP's 2022 NFL Awards. The winners will be announced during the 12th annual NFL Honors presented by Invisalign on February 9th, which will air live on NBC, Peacock, and NFL Network. Here to tell us more about the finalists is AP NFL writer and the host of the AP Pro Football Podcast, Rob Madie. What's up, Rob? What's up? Good morning. All.
9: Good morning. What's going on, guys? How are you? Hope you're having an awesome day. Oh,
3: yeah. We are, because now let's talk about the finalists that we're going to be featured uh, next week um, that are associated with the Associated Press 2022 NFL Most Valuable Player Award presented by Invisalign. Let's start with the best of the best guys, two of whom are playing in Super Bowl 57. First up, Patrick Mahomes. Give us some insight into how his stats you think this season helped him earn this finalist honor
9: his numbers were off the charge over 5000 yards passing career high for Patrick Mahomes 52 50 41 touchdowns and I think what was most impressive guys is he did it without Tyreek Hill and I know we've always talked about this and everybody harps on that but to not have a 1000 yard wide receiver I know he had Travis Kelsey who's an all all pro all world tight end 1300 yards but he didn't have a thousand yard receiver he did it without Tyreek Hill and to continue to do extraordinary things the way Patrick does and to do it this year with a little bit of a transition, doesn't have an elite rushing attack. I know Isaiah Pacheco's done well and they're, they're ranked 20th. They're not a top five rushing offense. It just speaks to who he is. His numbers are uh, phenomenal. And, and that's why he was he was a first team all pro got 49 out of 50 votes. So naturally, he's going to be a finalist for MVP.
5: Wow. Yeah, unreal. Patrick Mahomes is insane. And let's go to the NFC champion side, the Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts, who is also a finalist uh, for the AP 2022 NFL Most Valuable Player Award presented by Invisalign. What stands out to you about Jalen Hurts and how he's just handled this rapid success after facing so much criticism early in his career?
9: For me, with with Jalen, it was his intangibles. You look at what he from day one. This is a kid who checked off all the boxes. When you talk about character standpoint, when you talk about leadership ability, work ethic, desire, dedication, determination, Jalen had it, and it was just a matter, guys, of can he take that next step in the pocket, be a better pocket passer? We knew he could run the football. We know he's one of the best running quarterbacks, but could he take that next step and elevate his game? And it just speaks to who he is, that he put that work in, In the offseason. And last year, guys, to me, Jalen, last year, the Eagles won games with him. This year, they won games. They're here at this point because of him.
6: All right, Rob, let's go over to the AP Coach of the Year finalists. Uh, Let's talk about Doug Peterson down in Jacksonville. How impressed were you with what Doug was able to do with this franchise, basically doing a 180 in his first year at the helm?
9: very impressive Uh, Doug Peterson is a phenomenal head coach but he's a great leader of men I love Dougie P had a great relationship with him in Philadelphia I knew he was going to turn the Jaguars around at some point I didn't anticipate it happening this year. And now I know the AFC South had a little bit to do with that, and there's some struggles in, in that division. But what he was able to do to get those guys to buy in from day one, I was at the Hall of Fame game and being around that team, seeing how the culture changed, the culture shifted, I was impressed that he was able to get that, uh, instill that winning culture right away, make those guys believe that they can do this. And we saw how it played out. So for me, Doug Peterson. this is who he is as a person, a great leader and a great head coach. He doesn't get enough credit, guys, I think, for the X's and O's as a game plan manager.
3: Rob, you know, this list of guys, the group of guys that are going to be talked about on next Thursday inside and out. But then there's the game a week from Sunday. What do you think is going to happen at Super Bowl 57?
9: Oh, boy. This game's going to be close. I think Patrick Mahomes' injury is going to be a little bit of a factor because the Eagles got a ferocious pass rush, right? They've got four guys with more than 10 sacks, 70 sacks as a team. They're going to get after him. We saw a couple years ago when Patrick Mahomes didn't have time to do his thing against the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl, how that played out. And and I think I anticipate more of the same. I don't think it's going to be a blowout quite like that one. But the Eagles have reached this point. They're on a mission. Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, everybody talks about we didn't just get here to get here. We got here to win this game. And I I think that in the trenches, the Eagles offensive line and defensive line, as great as they are, are going to be the key factor in this football game.
3: Hmm, It's a common opinion that is emerging as we get closer to Super Bowl 57. Rob, we appreciate everything you've done as we look forward to who will be named the winner of all those finalists next week at NFL Honors, uh, which is presented by Invisalign. Kelly Clarkson will be your host live at 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, February 9th at NBC and simulcast on Peacock and NFL Network. Uh, Rob, we thank you so much for all that information as we take it from Rob out to the West Coast and Will Silva is going to... uh, Kick it around the horn for some of the things we got to know about on a Thursday.
8: Yeah, what's going on there, Jamie and guys? We kick it around the horn to Miami first, where the Dolphins getting some good news on quarterback Tua Tonga as he continues to recover from his second concussion. Now, NFL Network insider Ian Rapoport is reporting Tungabayaloa has cleared concussion protocol, and Miami is confident he'll be fully ready to return to football activities when the time comes later in 2023. Miami's signal caller was ruled out of the 2023 Pro Bowl games late last week because he remained in concussion protocol. With Tom Brady retired once again, there's been talk about him retiring as a Patriot. Well, owner Robert Kraft joining CNN this morning and said he'd sign Brady to a one-day contract tomorrow to have him, quote, sign off as a Patriot. Kraft adding, Brady has always been and will always be a Patriot. Brady, a 15-time Pro Bowler, by the way. Kyle is in Vegas. He is covering the Pro Bowl games, which start tonight tonight. Leads all the way up to the flag football game on Sunday. Also there, our very own Cameron Wolf, who spoke with Ravens quarterback Marlon Humphrey about who he wants to face in this game.
7: I'm not excited to guard, actually. You know, this is the offseason. I was like, man, I'm not trying to see Justin Jefferson. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to let the young guys, you know, be out there. You know, we got a uh, sauce. I'm excited to, to play with him and uh, pass retain. So uh, I don't have anybody I really want to see, but... Uh, there's one guy I'll have to get my hamstrings ready for, and that's uh, Jettis.
8: Yeah, I don't blame him. He doesn't want to face Justin Jefferson. He's a tough guy to face. But then again, he's not going to have to fly around the field like the late Sean Taylor did and lay a lick on Brian Mormon, right? As long as you're
0: having fun, don't get hurt, and just pull some flags. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring –